today, easy to use instructions about how to build Frankenstein's monster. Mo ha 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 ha. And one small step for man, giant leap for mankind. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no try. Never give up. Never surrender. Welcome back. My name is Guy Hasson, and this is the Dreamcatcher Podcast. Now, I have to tell you before we start that this episode is possibly not for people with weak stomachs or weak hearts. We cover something kind of gruesome, so you may want to skip this episode if you are a puker. Now, we always ask, can anything we imagine be created? And today's question is innocent enough, but the answer is kind of rough. Today's question is, can we have a procedure where I can put my head on someone else's body and vice versa? Sounds Frankenstein-y, but Frankenstein is a science fiction story, and we are here to test whether any idea we come up with can actually be created in fantasy or science fiction, comic books, television, movies, books, everything. So let's test this idea out. Turns out that scientists have been talking about switching heads for a while. There have even been experiments with animals, monkeys and dogs, where scientists have tried to put one monkey's head instead of another monkey's head. The monkey, by the way, could see and hear, but was paralyzed from the neck down. I started this sentence funny and enjoying myself, and I ended up not enjoying it at all. And now, there's an Italian neurosurgeon named Sergio Cannavero, who has claimed that within a few months, he will perform the first human head transplant. He even has a volunteer. His name is Valery Spiridonov, a Russian man suffering from spinal muscular atrophy. And I guess this is his last resort. Sergio Cannavero the neurosurgeon, says that Frankenstein was his scientific inspiration, and that this is what he means to do. The procedure should take place within a few months. It will happen in China, he claims. He promises that there will be financial backing by American billionaires. He says the procedure is risky, but that it has a 90% chance of succeeding, and the operation would cost only $15 million which is cheap, for getting a new body. However, you will not be surprised to learn that Canavero is alone on this one. The medical community is not happy and has raised many concerns. First, it hasn't really been tested and hasn't been tried. You usually test successfully on animals many times before doing anything medical. And there has been no serious testing, only a few experiments here and there. Secondly, there are the ethical issues, as your churning guts are no doubt telling you. Then there are the actual problems of actually doing it. Problem one, you need to keep the brain alive during the procedure. In our case, you need to keep two brains alive. There are medical ways around it. They're not perfect, and they mean that you only have an hour to detach the head and then reattach it. Cannavero says that the two heads have to be removed from their bodies at the same time, 
and then surgeons have to walk quickly to attach it while maintaining circulation even though the bodies will be under complete cardiac arrest. Take a deep breath, because we're only halfway through. The second medical problem is this. Even if we assume that both participants have the same blood type, an organ transplant is always in danger of rejection. There are drugs and treatments to minimize the response of the immune system, but there's no telling how it would work with the foreign implant being the head and the brain. Medical problem number three. The head is basically attached through nerves running through the spinal cord to the entire body. You have to reattach the head to the spinal cord and all the nerves as well. Turns out that Canavero means to use a technology which serves as a special biological glue called polyethylene glycol. Polyethylene glycol has fused the spinal cords of dogs so far, but, and get ready for this, the experiments usually involved attaching an additional head to the dog. So the dog had two heads. Medical problem number four. After the procedure, the patients would have to be placed in a coma for a month in order to allow the spinal cord to fuse. Otherwise, the spinal cord could get twisted. The problem with medically induced comas is that they usually result in infections, blood clots, and, wait for it, reduced brain activity. <laughs> so, will Can Navero be able to make a successful head transplant? about too many of the variables involved. It seems to me that if he succeeds, he has to get lucky on so many levels that the procedure will not be able to be replicated successfully. So I'm guessing no. But that wasn't our question today. And let's bring us back to the question. The question was, can we switch bodies with technology that exists or technology that we can safely say is coming? And it seems that the technology is coming. People may not want it. Scientists and surgeons may try to ward it off as long as they can because, because of its gruesomeness and the ethical questions it brings and some of the ethical questions we don't want answered. But there will always be people walking outside the system in countries that walk outside regular protocols backed by rich benefactors who would like to see things like this done. So eventually, it is going to happen. First, transplants, exchanging human heads on new human bodies. That'll happen first. In a while, but it'll happen. But then we'll go to the next step, because that's what technology does. And the next step, I'm guessing, is putting human heads on animal bodies. Chimpanzees, gorillas... I mean, someone would think about it, someone will want to try it on himself or herself, and someone will want to perform that procedure. It's only a matter of time. Sometimes progress doesn't seem like we're advancing. Sometimes progress seems like we're taking a step back. And maybe that is the lesson from today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm Guy Hassan. The podcast is produced by Ilana Budo, who is very happy with her head attached and would like to keep it that way. 
The theme of the podcast was created by Noah Cohen Eliash. My question of the day to you is, who is your favorite mad scientist for movies, TV, comics, games, or books? Who is your favorite mad scientist? Let me know. On Twitter, I'm at DreamcatcherPod, or at the website, dreamcatcher.vision, or on our Facebook page, or even our subreddit, Dreamcatcher Podcast. Plus, remember to subscribe to the podcast. And my favorite mad scientist, by the way, is Frankenstein. Tune in next time for the Dreamcatcher Podcast. Muhahaha. That's one small step for man, for man. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no try. Never give up. Never surrender.